0: Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. This
1: is the Rich Eisen Show. Let me see you put your hands up now. 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 Now, live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles.
2: The Bears are absolutely one of the worst teams in
3: football. It starts with me and it ends with me. I accept complete responsibility for that.
1: Today's guests, Pro Football Hall of Famer Marshall Falk, voice of NBC Sunday Night Football, Al Michaels, Senior Writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer, plus your phone calls and more. And now. It's Rich Eisen. All right,
2: everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. We're live in Los Angeles, California on NBC Sports on Peacock. NBC Sports Audio. Sirius XM Channel 85. Brockman, good to see you in your spot. Yo, yo. Yes, up. Jason Feller in his spot for Mike Del Tufo, who's What's hanging up, out Rich? east. If uh, anybody thinks uh, he's coming down, let us know. If Del Tufo comes down your chimney on the East Coast uh, at any time over the next 10 days. Good to see you over there, T.J. Jefferson. Good to see you, sir. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here, Rich. Yeah, really brother. Is. Good to see you all. You know, it's a crazy mixed-up world. It's a crazy-ass world. We just had two games on a Tuesday because of COVID-19. A 44-year-old man leads the NFL in passing yards uh, with three three games to go for everybody. Longest regular season ever. Uh, getting ready for for Christmas weekend. Fifteen Jets just tested positive for COVID nineteen, including the coach and their three best players. Wow! Elijah Moore, Michael Carter, the running back, Michael Carter, and Vera Tucker, the guard. So that's the way the Jets are getting set for uh, their their game against Jacksonville Jaguars. And uh, hey. you know, hey, I mean, uh, you know, uh, top draft choices on the line. As and the Washington football team, you know, I think there, but for the grace of uh, you know. Football slash COVID gods go a lot of teams right now. And, uh, you know, the, the Cleveland Browns had a chance to be one win away in week 15 from leading the AFC North, unfortunately for them. COVID struck, a whole bunch of players were out, including their top two quarterbacks. Big Nick Mullins did his best to give him a lead late, and then the defense... Watch the Las Vegas Raiders march down the field and kick a game-winning field goal, and they go from the uh, penthouse to the outhouse, first place to last place in the AFC North, fourth overall to 12th in the AFC. And the Washington football team has a chance to win a game on the road in division and stay in a seven seed and have uh, in a mosh pit of NFC teams at seven and seven and six and eight. And to be one of those 7-7 seven and seven teams, and not just one of the 7-7 seven seven teams, the 7-7 seven seven team with the best chance to make the playoffs at that record because you have all the tie breaks. And COVID hits, and their top two quarterbacks are out, and they got to go with Garrett Gilbert. And, um, and they got a nice break, actually, to start the game last night. They actually got a good break to start the game, where Dallas Goddard, who was the only – you know, only pass he didn't catch last night. Yeah, right. He dropped it, and it fell right down his body, hit on the back of his heel into Landon in Collins' waiting arms. And Washington cashed that into a touchdown. But the Philadelphia – and the Philadelphia Eagles watched it, – it's like a typical Jalen Hurts performance this year. First quarter, you're wondering if he can put two snaps together. And then by the fourth quarter, he's got three total touchdowns. Sure yeah, yeah. You know? And, and, and I know that's maddening for the Philadelphia Eagles fans. And I know you wonder, it makes you wonder sometimes if he's got the right stuff. But Nick Sirianni, to his credit, the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, after an interception and a fumble from Jalen Hurts in the first quarter, he went right up to him, and he barked right at him, and he coached him hard. And I would proffer to say Jalen Hurts is used to being coached hard. Hmm. You know, his dad, coach, and Nick Saban, former coach, and he responds and the run game works and he works and the Philadelphia Eagles are now 7 and 7. They're the 7 and 7 team, but unfortunately for them, they don't have as strong a tiebreak record as Washington would have at 7 and 7, so the Vikings with 3 weeks to go are your 7 and 17. And the Vikings take on the other winner of last night's games, the Los Angeles Rams, who've got a turn around, they're going to get on a plane to Minnesota three days from today and play a football game and hope that they don't, more people on their team don't catch COVID and more come off the list. And the Vikings who, you know, I I mean, you got to knock on wood for them because they they famously have a whole bunch of unvaccinated players. And that's what um, uh, Chris Carter mentioned the other day. But I guess Omicron is kind of like leveling the playing field right now. And the Vikings are 7-7 seven and seven hosting the Rams. That is a huge Week 16 game. Because the Rams now have the same exact record as the Arizona Cardinals. And you take a look at the NFC standings right now, and the Arizona Cardinals are all the way down at 4 after being all the way up at 1 for about a month and a half. And they are now at four, and the Los Angeles Rams are sitting there at five with the same exact record as them and the same exact record as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the same exact record as the Dallas Cowboys. The Rams can win this division, or they can be the one seed if Green Bay somehow stumbles a couple of times. That's the problem for the Rams to try and get this thing all the way through so far to the very end is they – came off of their bye and lost in Green Bay. And I just don't see how Green Bay's losing two out of their last three the way that their quarterback is playing. But the Rams can win a division and can host a game in SoFi Stadium and can host maybe a couple of games in SoFi Stadium and look out if that happens as well. Whoever wins that division is going to be a tough out A tough, tough out. And part of why the Rams are a tough out is the same exact reason why the Colts are going to be a tough out. Because they have a player who is playing his position so far above what most others can do by playing the position, having an all-world year at the position, just like Jonathan Taylor is having as a running back. And you could say a running back can affect a game more than a wide receiver because a wide receiver is far more dependent in getting the football instead of having it just jammed in his stomach. A quarterback's got to find him. What Cooper Cup is doing right now is off the charts. Number 10 in your Rams program, number one in your heart. He is lighting it up. He is going to be a triple crown winner at the receiver position he is going to do this he is in first place currently right now in terms of receptions he set the rams receiving reception uh record last night breaking isaac bruce's record he leads the league in receiving yards by a couple hundred right now and he also leads the league in receiving touchdowns the last to do it was steve smith senior a few years ago Jerry Rice has done it. Cooper Cup's going to do it. (laughs) What a year. And he is one behind the NFL record for receptions in a season. That's Michael Thomas. These are on pace stats right now. Okay, He's on pace. He's one behind the record. He is on pace to break the receiving yards record. Wow. And receiving touchdowns as well. He's gonna fall short of that, but Cooper Cup's lighting it up, folks. And I'll tell you this: I'll tell you this. If Cup breaks the record for most receiving yards in a season, got to give it up to Matthew Stafford because he's the quarterback for both Calvin Johnson and Cooper Cup. And last night, the Cooper Cup touchdown that put the Rams on top, the reception that put the Rams on top was amazing. Pitch and catch. Because when Stafford released it, Cup didn't look open, and he threw it to the spot where he thought Cup was going to go, and Cup did go there. The window was so small. And it was up top, and Cup grabbed it, it and then then made a touchdown out of it. that's That's why the Rams can be dangerous. And of course I understand, like, a quarterback and a receiver combination is definitely less reliable in a playoff game than a running back can be. But Cup's doing it. And anybody who's got Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup on your fantasy team, call in if you're not in first place because I'll give you a hug. (laughs) Two of the greatest fantasy seasons we're seeing. And both of them in the worst fantasy week maybe in the history of fantasy football that probably eliminated so many teams that were terrific all year long and then they just ran out of gas. There was nothing. There was no blood left in the stone. Both of those guys lit it up anyway. Dude, so dude in, my, dude in my league has
0: Rodgers, Cup and Mark Andrews.
2: Oh, that's got to be good enough for the dub, right?
0: Yeah. He's, he's on our way.
2: And then there's the Seattle Seahawks. You get the sense that this Carroll-Russell-Wilson run is over. You get that sense. You get the sense watching it. You just get the sense seeing it. That the magic is gone. Poof, like Kaiser Soze. And maybe it's the setup of the spring and the summer where we were talking about Russell Wilson having wanderlust, him going on our buddy DP show, the one that precedes us on NBC Sports on Peacock and NBC Sports Audio Series XM Channel 85 every day. He goes on right after winning the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award at the Super Bowl, watches Tom Brady win the Super Bowl next to Roger Goodell in his box, and it looked like somebody stole his lunchbox. And he tells Danny that the protection up front for him has got to change, and then the stories come out that he wants a trade, and his agent even gives a couple of teams out there, right? I mean, you all know the story of how it's like he wanted out and had even presented a couple of teams with the opportunity to go knock on John Schneider the general manager's door and say I want Russ cuz he wants us and there's apparently a uh, a confab like a little bit of a conclave at at uh, Trey Lance's pro day remember that and and uh and it ended with Russ staying in Seattle and then Russ saying, go Hawks, like he always used to. And then everything is all copacetic. And Pete Carroll came on this show in the summer, and I brought all this stuff up. And he's like, this is kind of old news. And I'm like, yeah, but coach, we haven't spoken since that news <laughs> became old.
1: <laughs> right.
2: So it's kind of a new ground for us to cover. And and it's all good in the hood. And then uh, and I, I think we we all agreed in the at least in the NFL media, who talk talk about this stuff and hear about this stuff and hear stuff that doesn't get reported and chitter chatter and like I like I said, everybody talks. It's more than just somebody's cousin or brother, as Urban Meyer found out. That this season's result would go a long way in determining Russell Wilson's future in Seattle, and as of last night. In which the offense couldn't put points on the board again. Or enough points on the board again. The loss last night clinched Russell Wilson's first losing season as a professional quarterback. Even with the longest regular season ever. Even with one extra game to avoid being under 500 by the end of the season. Even with all that. That's clinched with three games to go. Five and nine. Last time the Seahawks had a losing record was the year before Russ got drafted. And the offense, DK Metcalf, has disappeared. Now, I know Tyler Lockett wasn't in the game last night. And I know Chris Carson's not in the game. I get it. So many teams are without people. And boy, did they get some bad breaks, too. The fact that there was no pass interference on DJ Dallas last night. When the ball was underthrown, Dallas was coming back to the ball. The defender between him and the ball wasn't looking for the ball and hit him early. I mean, that is every single checkmark, certainly in this day and age, where so many pass interference calls give the throwing team a bailout because it's thrown short and the receiver's coming back for it. How many times do you see that in the NFL? We're showing a photograph of it right now. My gosh, the ball's not in arm's grasp yet of D.J. Dallas, and he's already being hit. An awful call from midfield on fourth down. Absolutely should have been Seattle's ball, but then, you know, they would have had to score. (laughs) You know, they would have scored touchdown. Which has been very difficult for them to do. How has DK Metcalf disappeared? I'm sure he's wondering that. And this was supposed to be a year in, in, in which... You know. Everything was supposed to be hunky-dory. And they're under 500. I do not know how this plays out. Of course, none of us do. None of us do. But you have to sit here and look at the time on <laughs> the clock on the wall based on how the clock got to the time it was and what we heard from Russ and then from his camp that five and nine maybe a tenth loss coming you take a look at the rest of their schedule it's Three in a row. I mean, Seattle, I don't know where they come up three in a row based on how poorly they're playing offensively. They're just not putting any points on the board. Bobby Wagner's got to be pulling his hair out of his head because he's just playing still lights out football. They do play the Bears coming up next, and the Bears are so bad. Here's how bad the Bears are. How How bad bad are are they? they? The Bears are so (laughs) bad that the pick that the Giants have from them is better than the one the Giants have just from how bad the Giants are.
0: <laughs>
2: Wait, say that again. <laughs> the Giants have two draft choices, their own. And the Bears? And one from the Bears.
0: What trade was that?
2: Justin Fields. Fields. Oh, right. And the Bears pick that the Giants have is better than the one that the Giants have on their own right about how putrid they are. That's how bad the Bears are. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the Giants pick fifth and sixth and the not, fifth not overall three. pick is from the Bears. <laughs> That's how bad the Bears are. So maybe Seattle gets a dub right there. And then it doesn't matter. they're they're they're, they're going to have a losing record and there's going to be a reckoning. And the question is is what do you do? What do you do? And maybe just maybe, this is what I was thinking when I watched the Seahawks leave the field last night here in Los Angeles. You know, Pete's old stomping grounds. Same thing with Ken Norton Jr., my first NFL total access um, analyst. and Who got poached from you by Pete. Right, <laughs> yes, back in the day. And he, uh, I, I, it's the thing I was thinking of as they walked off in Los Angeles. I'm like, this thing appears over. It just really feels that way to me could be wrong i hope i hope i'm i hope i'm wrong because the 12s love russ and love what he and pete did together i i just don't know anymore and you have to sit there and think certainly without a first overall draft choice do you go replenish that and go send russell wilson somewhere else and get somebody's boatload of draft choices Because right now, despite how poorly they've played on offense, I still don't think generally people think Russ has lost it. And his trade value isn't as potent as it would have been this past spring. Let's take a break. We'll ask Marshall Falk about all this. Today is the anniversary, it was 18 years ago, 18 years ago tonight, that Brett Favre had one of the games of his life after his dad passed away the day before. The man who called that game on Monday Night Football, Al Michaels, is going to join us. Hour number three, Albert Breer will join us. J.C. Treader, the uh, Brown Center, also happens to be the NFLPA president, said that the games this weekend that got pushed to Monday night and last night almost all got canceled and that the NFLPA pushed to have them postponed so players could get paid. And then so much more to ask Albert Breer about in hour number three. Um, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the show. Let's take a break. My Pro Football Hall of Fame buddy, 2-8, what does he think about the Rams' chances and everything else going on in the NFL? That's coming up on this busy Wednesday
1: This is the Rich Eisen Show.
2: (laughs) Back here on the Terrestrial Radio um, program. Uh, For those who are listening terrestrially, boy, we just delivered a setup for this conversation. My Pro Football (laughs) Hall of Fame friend, who I love dearly, um, is Marshall Falk here on the Rich Eisen Show on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. How are you, Marshall?
3: Rich, I am doing good, man. I am doing very well. Excellent. in In this holiday season. And, yes, I was on hold. <laughs> and I want you guys to know I don't just give Rich, you know, crap for mm-hmm. nothing. Just imagine we're on our way to talk about the ultimate team sport. <laughs> and our quarterback, our leader, stops the van with a few other Hall of Famers you who know, <laughs> played the ultimate team sport to pick up a pizza that was a personal thing. <laughs> that is insane. <laughs> Four personal slices. I mean, we were okay with stopping the bus because we thought that yeah. he was good. Like, Rich got pizza for us. <laughs> awesome. He came out with a pan, a personal size pizza. And I proceeded for the next six and a half hours to remind him of his efforts. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: He's a team player, guys. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> Confirmed.
2: Confirmed. by Marshall Falk himself. Right there. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, wow. That happened. <laughs> he guys, my bad. As people would say, my bad. That happened in Chicago, Illinois. That did happen. Oh yeah. man! Oh my God! Good time though. Oh time. yes, oh yes. But your favorite? I'll just let you keep going if you wish. Your favorite is the um, the coat rack in New Orleans, in in New England. <laughs> See, he's already were, laughing. He's, oh, he's laughing. God. We were we are in a we the, were, they, we were, in a small yeah, little trailer. Yeah, we were, right, a small trailer in the parking lot.
3: Small trailer. That's what trailer. Yeah. Well, it was it was, a, it was a, it, so we're in the small trailer, this great. You can and uh, and Rich is trying to do his script, and so within the small trailer, I am sitting extremely close to Rich, like leg touching, <laughs> <laughs> and he tries. To, he he's he, he's upset that is that is a small space. We don't have any. We can't move around, and and he's trying to like find somewhere to put his coat. Oh my God, they've had this, somebody, one of the PAs built this coat rack, and it just wasn't, it wasn't sturdy, and the coat rack fell, and Richard lost it.
2: Because I'm trying to do my job, right? I'm trying to do my job. Everybody else is just trying to stay warm, because we haven't gone out in New England yet, and it's like 20 degrees. And we're in this little box, okay, in a parking lot, right? Because, because, because probably, the, yeah. Because there was no, you know, there was no room, I guess, in all of Foxborough for us to be placed, you know, to do this thing. And so, Marshall sensed my anxiety over the whole situation. And Marshall, there was enough space for you to not touch me. Oh yeah, you kept nudging. You kept nudging next to me. You kept on shoving me. You kept on, so I couldn't yeah. even write. Like, I couldn't even type because you it, just kept on. True. And then I would look no, at no you no like, can you give it. me some space? And then you just kept looking at me like,
3: yeah, no. No, not no, not about <laughs> it. We could have, another person could have fit, fit on that couch. But I just, I I wanted to be close to you. That's it. That's Ladies, it. I, just, oh, I wanted to be wow. in your personal space.
2: Oh, my God. And it
3: just, it, it kind of egged on. But here's what I am going to say. Yes. The next year when we went back to New England, they had an actual room for us. They did. So as we say, squeaky wheel, squeaky wheel gets the oil. <laughs> <laughs> Marshall Nick made
2: me squeaky, wheel. squeaky you, wheel. You are squeaky. That was my that was my nickname for Marshall, the squeaky wheel. Rich squeaky, squeaky wheel, wheel.
3: We used to have um. Oh we used God. to have on set. We had Snickers bars for whenever oh, Rich would have on. one of his <laughs> We slide the Snickers bar. No. You, know, you know the the the, the like the, the the person, the commercial when the guy like, yeah, because you're not yourself. You're not yourself. You're not
2: yourself. <laughs> just want everyone to understand that that's not the way I always am. The Snicker bar was the no, indication no, that no.
3: that's not really me. No. no, no, no. But but there's there's those moments where um, everything everything will just, it, it just it'll just pile up on him, and he and he has to say something. I will hold it in, he oh can deal with it, he God. can deal with it, and I can see it, I, I, I can sense it on his face, and I'm like, oh, oh I, just gotta, I, I just gotta get him there, I gotta get <laughs> him to the boiling point.
2: So here's the best part about this conversation, Then we'll talk a little bit about actual football, is the reason why we're having this conversation is because of Kurt Warner silver puffy jacket that that trended on Twitter
3: all night on
2: on Monday night.
3: I got so many text messages. What's your boy wearing? What's your boy wearing? It's your fault, right? It's your fault.
2: It's your (laughs) man's. And you know he's sensitive about it. You know deep down he's a little sensitive about it.
3: No doubt, no doubt. Right. But I think I think it was a great. I think I I, I believe yes. Um, it was a great marketing ploy by Lionsgate ah to get Kurt to wear the jacket to have him trending mm-hmm. oh. in time with the movie. <clears throat> yes, okay. here's
2: a master plan. Right.
3: Think about it. <laughs> Think about it. It's like when Justin Bieber is about to release an album, he goes to jail. <laughs> so the silver jacket is the jail of the
2: equation, is
4: what you're saying.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
4: Makes so
2: much sense now.
3: Oh, I'm crying. This is so funny. Oh you know, my Everybody gosh. out there in America, just go watch Kurt's movie. Yes, it's you should. It, it is it beautiful. Is worth it. It is worth it. I didn't see you at the premiere that God, night. It was awesome.
2: It is beautiful. It's a beautiful movie, you know. And uh, and and the guy who plays Ray Lewis was that was that that guy was great because that was the yeah. you know that was the what was that like the first game though the first because um, in the in the movie just so everyone knows you do see Kurt's first game spoiler alert he does make the Rams and <laughs> start and it's against the Ravens. What
3: was that like yeah, that day? First game
2: against first Ray game and the Ravens.
3: Was, so so literally rich, that was the birth of that defense and what they became like that that game was yeah, like 99. our first game becoming the greatest sean turf right. and that defense becoming what they what they were like that was the game and and you can tell it was like man, there was some intense plays, some throws that Kurt made in that game that was the deciding factor in that game now. We end up winning the Super Bowl a year later. They win a Super Bowl. Right, right. So it was. It was. It was. That that defense. I mean, they were good. I mean, you you could not have a tougher uh you know a, a tougher task as a for a first starting game and um, some of those throws, man, some of it, like that that game. It was it was so impactful in Kurt's career for what was to come. And and I and, and I just love how he handled it because it didn't it didn't start off the way you wanted to start off. And and, and it was it, it was exactly as was. Think about this, the year before, so in ninety eight, I go into Baltimore and give it to the Ravens. I, I had about maybe two hundred and fifty yards. So <laughs> we were playing them, they were like, He's not beating us. Right. <laughs> this number thirteen is gonna have to do it. So they basically they they, they put it all on Kurt. And I just love how he handled
2: it. Yeah, I, I love know. love
3: how he handled it. And he it, got man. picked by Ray. I love how he handled it. He got oh, picked yeah. by Ray. Yeah.
2: So what was it like for yeah. you guys when you were thinking, okay, we do have a great offense, and here's Kurt Warner, who was getting ripped we, we, nonstop we in practice, you know?
3: I'm going to be uh, – listen, and this is – we didn't have a great offense. We did not know what we had. We, we had only played one preseason game with Kurt as the starter – Going into the opener, so we didn't know what we were. It, it, the confidence wasn't as a team, like individually. Isaac knew what he could do. Uh, Tory coming in as the sixth pick overall. Um, we knew we had a pretty good offensive line with that left side of Adam Timmerman and Orlando Pace, um, and then and then me. It was that was like that was that was what our offense consisted of as far as names went, but. To do what we developed into as a team, Rich, we didn't we didn't know at that time. Mm. We we did, we had no idea. And and I'm gonna say, as much as people look at what was around Kurt, um, all of the things that you saw, it's so funny. I mean, <laughs> so I don't know if you people used to always talk about it was like, oh my God, he will stand in the pocket and take the hit. He will stand in the pocket and take the hit. To watch the movie. Mm. And I'm not going to give it away. To watch the movie and find out why, right. the for why, it, it's so impactful, man. I, I, I like, I, it, that, was, that was more of a tearjerker than anything for me because you know, it's, like, it's like distance travel, what he had to do and how he turned the weakness into a strength. I love that dude, man. Me too.
2: Me too. Me too. And, and um, you know, that's why everyone should see the movie. And conversely, why it's such a shame he wore that jacket. Um, and so uh, TJ came up. Tell Marshall your idea of the jacket, and then we'll talk a little football with him. So yeah, go for it. Yeah, well, Marshall, you know, everyone
4: was cracking on Kurt about his jacket, right? And then I said yesterday, the only jacket color Kurt Warner cares about is a gold jacket. And then it hit me. What if the Pro Football Hall of Fame gave you guys jackets for different weather conditions? Yeah. So you get your blazer, right? But then if it's raining, like Harold Carmichael yesterday, you have a, a Hall of Fame like slipper. raincoat. Yeah, then you yeah. have a pea coat when it's cold. Maybe a windbreaker when the weather's, you know, or a puffy, a bit or chilly, a puffy coat. Puffy coat, yeah. you know, just what you give think, you guys Martin? different jackets for different weather occasions. What do you think?
3: I I, I actually think it's great. Let's just um, either. Maybe Nike's his the lead sponsor. Maybe Burlington Coat Factory, they could just produce the coats. Yeah, yeah. right. For different. I, mean, I, I think it's a great idea. No, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, right. So at, at a game like that, at a game that Kurt's calling, he could sit there with his Hall of Fame jacket on. That you know, yeah. for the, wintertime. winter time. Triple and, fat goose. And, stay and that warm. Perfect. <laughs>
2: I, think it's, I, like it. I yeah. think it's a great idea. I think it's a great idea. Someone's so. going
4: to get rich off of this, and it ain't going right. to be me.
3: No, no. no, right?
4: no. It ain't going to be me. <laughs> not.
3: Not, we, we, have, we have the polos. We have the polos for when it's hot. That's right. right. So we don't have to sit, sit in jackets. Right. And I think when it's cold, you, you, you give another option.
2: Right. And then you look yeah, inside, like and we it. you put your number inside. Yeah. What's your number? What's your Hall of Fame number? 265. So you put 265 yeah. in, the, in, in, in 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 so all inside, authentic. There you
4: go. Only only those gentlemen who sit at that Nitschke luncheon can, can get these jackets. That's right. Of course, it's still, you know, a, a, an elite club, but you know, they keep you covered for you
3: any go. type of weather. There you go. So I'll bring this up. I'll bring this up at the next committee meeting we have for Hall of Fame. Thank and you know. here's the thing. This is this is what I love about the Hall of Fame. If I if I if I go out and find the sponsor to do it, mm. then they're all for it. Like they don't just turn stuff down when we give ideas because this is a great idea. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. This is a great idea for you know we, football is an inclement weather sport. You know, football is family. We get, we get to this time. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a great idea. There you go. Seriously,
2: and that's there you go from Hall of Famer number two six five, number two eight on your program, yeah. the Marshall Falls collection, five in the Hall of Fame Bus Gallery. There you go telling you. All right. Also,
0: Marshall, don't set yourself short. Uh, in 98 against Baltimore, you had 267 total yards. <laughs> he was
4: a
3: bad you know, man. I, 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 a I'm never perfect with the numbers when they're mine. I'm just always on the trend. And I always, round, I always round down just to give people an opportunity to round man. up. You're a humble man. You're a humble man.
2: You're a humble man with a plan. Uh, so uh, Cooper Cup just passed Isaac Bruce's uh, team record for most receptions in a season. They got three games to go. How far do you think this Rams team can go, Marshall Fall? What do you got for me? Um, I,
3: I, I'm going to say this. Uh, defensively, I feel like Raheem Morris is doing a great job at, at putting these pieces together. You know, he, he has some guys and, and convincing them to play as a team. Two, <clears throat> two games ago, when I was listening to the announcer, it was like, oh, yeah, the Rams have these individual pieces, but on defense, they have to learn how to play together and connect it. And you, you know, you know Warren Sapp will tell you. Warren, that's all Sapp used to talk about. Yeah. Front end in the back end, we gotta work together. And 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 for a while, you know, when they were on that, that, that losing streak, they weren't playing together defensively. And and, and I, I think that what we're starting to see now, which is you can't just double Aaron Donald and, and then chip Floyd and what Von Miller is doing and, and the young defensive backs, you know, two weeks ago, no Ramsey. How they stepped up, you know, and it, 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 I, I was—I I am impressed at what I see defensively now. Offensively, it's all there. It's all there. I'm, I'm, I hate to call people out. Center got hurt. They put the other center in. Running game looks really good. I, I think that you know, the, the backup center is a better center. I don't get to make those decisions. And then, you know, Rich, I, I, I've been saying it since they since they got it. It all comes down to the to number nine. You know, it all comes down to number nine. And we're we're gonna find out. There's there's times we can blame it on Detroit as a franchise and there's times we can say Matthew Stafford was the reason the stuff was going on in Detroit. And it's the same it's the same with the Rams, you know, when, when, when he's on point and um, he threw some dimes the other night. Like I'm talking about in traffic throws that have to be made, they gotta be put in certain spots, it don't matter how strong your arm is, or or you have to be accurate. He was accurate. There's times that hasn't happened this season. And as this league goes, you're going to find out he's going to go up against Tom Brady. He's going to go up against Aaron Rodgers. And they're not going to make a lot of mistakes. And the question is, you know, can can he make more plays and less mistakes than them? Hasn't been in his DNA, but he didn't have a Sean McVay. So can't wait for it, man. Cannot wait for
2: it. Marshall Falk on the state of the Los Angeles Rams, one of the greatest Rams of all time right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Before I let you go, you got any uh, two cents on Urban Meyer?
3: All that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rich, you know, man, I, I'm not going to kick a man while he's down. You know, um, <clears throat> When they hired him and you, people, they got on me, I, I asked a simple question, and you know, I, I just was like, how do you hire a guy? Um, when you look at everywhere he's been, he eventually, he stepped down. Uh, Eventually that's going to happen. And then I just wanted to know if, 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 if I'm hiring a college coach, Cliff Teesbury has developed talent at the quarterback position. So I can understand Arizona. I just didn't get the urban Meyer hire for the young quarterback. I just didn't get it. He, he, all the great teams that he had from Florida, to Ohio State, he had Alex Smith as his only quarterback starting in the NFL, and that said something to me. Um, I just couldn't trust him to develop the first overall pick. So, oh, um, I, I, I didn't expect for it to go that way. I just felt that you know it it, he, it he wouldn't turn around, but all the turmoil, all the things that we're hearing, stuff that's coming out now, um, just not good. I I, I think that he's, you know, he's, he's done a he, – he's served his time. He's put in the, the work. Um, I just hate to see it go this way, Rich, but um, I told you so.
2: I, 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 I hear you, Marshall. I, I thought the minute he didn't get on that plane in Cincinnati, whether the team knew about it or not or okayed it or not, the, the minute he didn't Boulder. get on that plane to go home, it was a wrap. I said that here, over. right over when that happened. And I, obviously, I, I, don't
3: even, I don't even know how you do not get on that plane. I don't even understand. I don't like. I can't even. I like. I. I can't even. You, you can be on that plane and take a private jet back. Right, but I don't know how you don't get on that plane.
2: The minute I saw that, and then of course the you know what happened when when he stayed behind, it just was the end of that. Yeah,
3: I do not I don't even want to get into man's personal stuff. Right. What happened, you know right crap happens but but not getting on that plane that was the that that was the deciding factor what happened after you know that 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 doesn't matter but not getting on that plane you do not not get on the plane with your team that's just it, that, that's unheard of that's unheard of
2: so just to wrap everything up, uh, we just heard your your two cents on Urban. Uh, you're concerned about uh, Stafford's ability to win when chips are down uh, because he, he, you need to see it to, to... – It you know,
3: the stat. I mean, it okay. was a stat about him not winning against teams with winning records. Right. It was some crazy stat. I was just sitting there like, wow. Right. Uh, it, it, it blew me away. I, I, we were talking about it once before. It was some crazy stat – of uh, of his record versus teams that was above five hundred.
2: Right. So there's that. Uh, go see Kurt's movie. Um, yep. Um, you're into the idea of the Hall of Fame making uh, a Hall of Fame jacket for different weather types, so Kurt can can uh, not trend and you can stay warm. Um, right. And. Um, my bad on not getting everyone pizza in Chicago that time. Oh, <laughs> did you do you remember the time I wore that fedora? Because that was we were talking oh, yeah. yesterday about yeah. about about fashion choices that you thought were good, but the rest of the world did not because of what happened with Kurt. Remember that fedora I wore that Dion told yeah. me to buy? And uh, what do you think when I showed up with the fedora, Marshall? For real? For
3: um, real. You know, Susie and I we agreed that <laughs> you would not wear that fedora ever again. But yeah, I remember it. <laughs> I do. Susan, Susan, Susan and I—we're we're usually, you know, we usually. Yes, yes, are in sync Think when it comes to you. We we share the same sentiment. <laughs> we 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 love you. We both love you, and we want what's best for you. here right <laughs> We're here for you.
2: Thank you, Marshall. Appreciate it. You take care. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to everyone you, in brother. your world. I love you too. That's Marshall, Falker, yeah, Marshall everybody. Hall of Famer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> He was there for the fedora. He <laughs> likes your idea, babe. Yes, baby. Let's go. i an okay. Let's go. Idea. Let's go. RES consulting. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. And when these guys start showing up in puffy jackets with too the crest, easy.
0: it's too is is too easy to not work.
2: That's right. It's Sometimes great, the best idea, idea is you got to go to R E S Consulting. Yeah. We'll <laughs> it workshop right, it. It was right in that's front of us. That's, right what should, that's our res Consulting. We'll workshop it for you.
0: <laughs> like. My man Harry Carmichael needed yes. the, needed yes. the Hall of Fame winter like yes.
2: raincoat
0: last yes. night. It would have looked so good. Yes. So dap standing next to David Baker. It was the perfect yes. opportunity.
2: I mean You're welcome Hall of Fame. Very simple. Very simple. All right. Let very us take simple, a break, your phone calls and more as we set up the rest of uh, uh hour two. Al Michael's gonna join us here on this busy Wednesday yeah. edition of the Rich Eisen Show.
1: This is the Rich Eisen Show. Oh, I got
2: it.
0: All you have to do is ask. I would have got you extra.
2: <laughs> Back here on the Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate. Exactly. Yes. I mean, come on. What, just I'm assume. not supposed to. I'm not, it's three in the afternoon. I'm the only idiot who hasn't eaten all day. I'm not thinking that I, I should bring 12 pizzas on the bus. It's also expensive. Well, I mean, you're QB1. On, That's the highest contract usually. Oh, my gosh. I'm looking at the guest line, and I recognize the phone number. This is going to be great. I mean,
0: I saw it right as it was, it was no, ringing. No, no, I
2: go, no. geez. <laughs> Hi, Suze. Hi, hi, Suze. How are you? You there? Uh, for,
1: first of all, I would never show up without pizza for everybody. I, that of I know. First of all.
2: <laughs> that I know.
1: Number one. Number two, what do you expect from Brockman? He gave our kids Tupperware and a gift wrap.
2: That's a true story. Oh, by the way, <laughs> you <laughs> thought it was only me. She's giving shrapnel. Hold on. I'm, I'm putting the best mom ever number sign three. up right Very now fit. for the rest of this conversation. Hi, Suze. Yeah. There you go. I buy that okay,
1: number you go. three. Number three, just because I heard Marshall, I'm in the car. Of course, I just turned it on to hear my guy Marshall. Yes. <laughs> and just to put a rest to Fedora Gate, that fedora's been long gone, honey. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you fedora on Gate. national TV, and I thought to myself, what in God's name was I doing marrying that guy with a fedora? Oh, my
2: God. It made oh, you question uh, oh. the long term. Is that what you're saying? Yeah,
1: yeah. I got to tell you, it, it, was, it was a tough one. You look mm. like
0: you're an extra in Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. Uh, sweetheart.
2: Gone. I don't think they had fedoras in Anatevka, sweetheart. I think you might be mixing up, but I, I think I understand where you're going with all of that. Like Miller's Crossing or hey, honey, honey, Crossing Delancey, Annie, like I was making pickles. <laughs>
1: I love you, and I think you're the greatest. Thank you. But it looked but. like you were. Uh, it didn't look like the fedora on you, sweetie.
2: I know that. <laughs> yeah. I'm My, just saying. The poker boys it, it, said it, it, I looked like a Hasidic Jew, or uh, um, uh, Inspector In- Inspector Gadget, yeah. and or uh, <laughs> um, wait, well, the other one was uh, Miller's Crossing. You know that one. So <laughs> you, you seriously I mean, don't know what? No, essay. seriously. You don't know where the fedora is. I remember when I came home, you threw it on like the top shelf of the closet, like we used to have. Like when we walked in, like you were like, "That's it. It's gone. Don't even think about it." No,
1: no, honey. It's it's it it's it's gone. It's gone.
2: Never to be seen again.
1: Don't look. Don't look on the shelf where your grandpa Morris's hat is. Leo. Leo. Don't look anywhere. <laughs>
3: Same one, same thing.
1: Morris. Same thing.
2: I did have my grandpa's hat. There. I did. It's like a babushka. Oh gosh, that was another one. I didn't wear that on the air. I didn't, but it was warm. <laughs> no, Man, it was warm. It, like, oh, you awesome. know by the way. Yeah. By the way yeah.
1: You never will.
2: Thank, thank you so much. <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Susie. Hey. My wife. Thanks, Susie. I'll see you later. Gone. She hung up. That wasn't me.
4: I love how Susie emphasized that She only turned it on to hear her guy Marshall like.
2: No, she gets – She, I mean, she's, she's not constantly, you know, you know that. monitoring the situation <laughs> here, but she does. I'm just she saying. thinks we're too tough on Del Tufo. That's yeah. what she thinks. Uh, I, 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 do, th- I do too sometimes, though. No. You do think that we're too yeah. tough on him? Sometimes he brings it on himself. Though. I, he, all, like, the time. all 100%. All the time. What, give me like, an example of when I'm too tough on Del Tufo.
4: Uh, there was a day you wouldn't stop hounding him for his concentration. I even called in and said – Because I, I was like, Dude. if he walks off, I can't be there in time. <laughs> so then, Jason was really worried
2: about him. He's not worried about no, money He's worried No, 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 no. He's worried about the show. There you go. Exactly. Because this guy is focused on the little things. Is he? Del Tufo. <laughs> Del Tufo is focused on big picture. Yeah, Doug the for Punk. this program. Yeah. like he is. Yeah, like a jack of all tech. trades for yeah, this. Yeah, show. Sure he is a yeah. jack of all trades for the show. He is Something goes inval- out in the back. He's there. He is an invaluable member yes, of this program. Correct. <laughs>
4: And never hesitant are, to tell you how invaluable no, he is. No, Also correct. Correct. Yeah.
2: But when it comes to like the little things, like paying attention. <laughs> the little thing. Uh, you know, and not, he's focused on a cat meme or, <laughs> right. or the cat outside the studio. And it's his job to make sure we sound all right. Right. And all of those drops yes. that are in front of you that you can't figure out because there really that. is no. Rhyme no reason. To well, there's no, there's no categorizing system over there. <laughs> You can't, you know, it's like it's like a library where the Dewey Decimal system is just whatever.
4: <laughs> Kids are home. There is like, no, is th-
2: there's no there's no system. There's just decimals. There's just numbers. And a guy named Dewey. Words. By the way, how many people got that reference?
0: <laughs> Not a, well, I mean, we like, tend
4: to skew a little older so. Yeah, I mean if yeah. you're
0: under 30, you have no idea what the decimal system
4: is. I don't remember.
0: Remember that big? Like, it was like Ghostbusters. They had the big shell and you yeah, had to pull them out of and to the card. <laughs>
4: index cards, and
0: oh my
2: God. Yeah. Al Michaels in hour number two. When we come back, I'll tell you which teams are have real playoff hopes or not, and we're talking playoffs or what? It's been a while.